0: In today's gospel, we have a reading from almost the very beginning of the gospel of Mark about Jesus coming to John to be baptized. And then on coming up out of the water, John sees the heavens being torn open and the spirit like a dove descending upon him. And a voice came from the heavens. You are my beloved son. With you I am well pleased. During the Christmas season, there are a handful of readings that may or may not be read depending on what day of the week Christmas falls, and then the Solemnity of Mary, the Mother of God, and the Solemnity of the Epiphany. So today, this is one of those readings which may not be read during a year, and is very seldom read, actually, on on very few years is this read. Now, many of these readings seem at first to be a bit out of place. Most of them are from the beginning of the Gospel of John, and then right in the middle of these, there's one, just one, from the very beginning of the Gospel of Mark. So, John starts with the Word of God becoming flesh. Mark starts with John baptizing Jesus. So it can seem that this passage from Mark's Gospel is the most out of place of them all, but it's not. There are probably many reasons why the church chose to have these seemingly non-Christmas passages also read in the Christmas season. But there's one that we're going to highlight here. The Nativity belongs with the other events in Christ's life, and his ministry, and his suffering, and his death, and his resurrection. All of these events are there at the Nativity. And the Nativity is there at all of these other events. In fact, they're all one big event. The events have to be viewed together if we're going to grasp their significance. Consider for a moment that here at Jesus' baptism, we see or hear each of the three persons of the Blessed Trinity together, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. If we apply Christ's baptism to his birth, we know that there, the little baby born in the stable is actually the second person of the Trinity, that he's infinite God. Now, if we can take this kind of lesson and apply it to our lives as well, it'll help us to never see our own sufferings and our own crosses without also seeing the reality of the resurrection. And it'll also help us never to see our own joys and our own comforts without also seeing the remaining need for us to struggle and sacrifice like the cross. At least on this side of heaven. If we learn to always view the whole Christ, our life will always be balanced and will always be full.